This is the Two Guys Take Podcast. Gaming, music, and more with your hosts, Mike and Adam. Go ahead, Mike. Sing sing it. <laughs> Episode 20. I was just waiting for it. And I know you were. You didn't say I was anything. Like, so let me, I was like, let me see if Splash will just go in for it. Nice. No, that's, that's your thing. Okay. I think I did what I, I sang 17. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I, yeah, well, we sing them all. Who cares? The rest of the rest is on you. The rest is on uh, episode 20, which means yes. this is season two episode fin- or season two finale, which once again means absolutely nothing. Right, exactly. <laughs> Excited for this one. Ep- for Although this it does mean one thing. It does. Is we have a. It's this is going to just we're just going to keep rolling with this every 10th episode. We'll have a special <laughs> guest. Right. So we and today on our 20th episode, we have a special guest with us. Your boy Q. Hey, what it do? What it do? Let's get it. Q, what's going on, man? How you doing, oh, buddy? Man, not much. Not much. So I got to ask. I know we had talked in the past. I think you know I had played. I think you had known about the basketball, but did you know that twenty was my number? Did you make that like connection, or is that just a very weird? We totally, we totally um, planned yeah, totally, it that way. Totally planned that. One hundred percent planned. One hundred percent that way. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so I actually so, said that to Mike. He was like, "Hey, let's have him on." I was like, "You know, twenties his number." Twenties like, <laughs> <laughs> is old basketball number. So hey, we gotta get him on. So for those of uh, the people in podcast land that don't know who you are, why don't you give us a little uh, 45 second to a minute synopsis of who you are and, you know, what you do and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I've been leading off lately telling people I am the future voice of competitive DBD. So I'm basically I'm a full time content creator with the Dead by Daylight DBD. I not only stream it, but I also shoutcast for a couple of different organizations, the Dead by Daylight League, uh, DBE, Dead by Esports. Uh, um, Vigo's Court is starting their regular season here in November. I shoutcast for them as well. And then I also shoutcast for my own tournament project that we've got starting up as well. So I've been really having a lot of fun doing that because it combines like kind of one of my old passions of like, uh, like play-by-play for sports was kind of one thing I wanted to do as far as uh, it was an idea that I had as far as in college, I wanted to do broadcasting. We just didn't have like a broadcasting uh, really good department at the college that I went to. So I had to go for like communications, which kind of bummed me out, but uh, it's kind of been cool to kind of mix my passions of sports and gaming and kind of put those together. So that's kind of been what I've really been honing in on, you know, these last like three, four months. Love that, man. Love that. That's awesome. I mean, Q and I, I mean, we played a lot of dead by daylight together. Um, that was when I first was uh, learning, learning the ways. Yeah, learning the yeah, ways, yeah. man. Yeah, learning the way. I haven't touched that game in probably oh months, 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 and there's been a lot of changes to it. There are days that I want to send you clips before I put them up and have you voice them over if you were the killer, <laughs> just because I used to I used to love watching you play killer. But oh, come on, dude, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, I would get triggered. <laughs> Splash, Splash, you never played that game, though, right? You played a couple uh, times. I played it a few times on PS4 before I made the jump to uh, jump to PC. Never really touched it again after that. Yeah. You know what's funny is I was, I was never really sure that was going to be a game I would get into. Um, 
the person who are two people who really got me into it. One was uh, BB, who you remember from the good old uh, Blessed Unleashed days over on Mixer. Yes, yes. And I then do. Uh, Skurney was the other one. The two of them, I watched them oh, yeah, play Skurney. a lot. And mm-hmm. there was yeah. it was where I finally had gotten the game pass. This was before I built the PC. So I was still just a console streamer at the time. Um, and I got in the game pass for Xbox and I was free. I was like, heck yeah, I was looking for something. I was really burnt out on Paladins. And um, yeah, I've just, I haven't looked back. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, when I first played the game, I was like scared crapless. And then I realized <laughs> yeah. it was like, eh, it's not really that much to be scared of, but it's, it's, I, I enjoy the game. I just haven't played it in so long. So maybe I have to get back into it. We'll do some games, run some stuff. Yeah, for sure. I would love to get uh, do some looping with you in the fog. It's funny because it's like it's in that like horror category because there is definitely some like nuance to it, especially when you're first starting it. But then it definitely becomes a, like a, a strategy game. And that's why I think I have a lot of fun doing the shout casting side because they the couple of leagues that, I've, uh, that I like shout cast for, they found a very good way to like make a asymmetrical game and kind of make it symmetrical, be able to put teams together and you have, you know, both sides play both sides of the matchmaking on the right. same map and stuff like that. And um, I'll tell you what, that's been fun, especially I was, uh, I posted about it on Facebook actually this weekend. And I was like, you know, on DBE, I'm sharing a desk with a buddy of mine from Germany, the production crews all throughout europe we're casting games from teams from the na europe asia it's it's kind of crazy to see like obviously you know that gaming's global right but then when you kind of see it like kind of in that form it's like this is really cool yeah that's awesome speaking of video games realm royale let's talk about it realm royale is supposedly making a return going back into development what are we what are our thoughts boys um so i mean i'm i'm gonna be more than likely kind of more watching from the outside like i might load it up and like plays with some of the homies from time to time mm-hmm. um i mean i've just i gotta i mean i've i've gotta keep a pretty laser sharp focus i mean i gotta say and you know i got vigo's court our regular season starting up here in a couple weeks so that's going to be a couple nights a week that i'm gonna be shout casting matches and that's not where i'm gonna be you know editing stuff for youtube where i've been i had like my best month ever on youtube last month i'm kind of hitting myself like nice little strides i want to keep the momentum going on that too so um you know i might load it up a couple of times Mm -hmm. and and i'm gonna love watching the homies get back into it um i mean that's basically where we met yeah i mean that's where yeah that's where a lot i met a lot of people i still can't you know keep up with it's, it's cool to see people like coming back you know, you see people who haven't been streaming. You see them have popped up and start, you know, streaming Realm the last couple of days or streaming like podcasts about Realm and things like that. And um, the only downside is like it just it screams uh, Darwin Project to me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> a couple of years out and all of a sudden it's going to get a resurgence. But um, I just I don't I, it, I don't know. It doesn't I, I don't I don't trust it. You know, it feels too little too late. And it's to me like, oh, everybody go play Rogue Company. We're putting all our eggs in that basket. And right. then, oh, hey, Rogue Company is a pile of shit. Um, let's let's backtrack. <laughs> let's backtrack and go back to what people actually liked and revive Realm. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to sit back with with such skepticism and reluctance. Because even if like I love Thor. He's a great 
a great guy. Seems like he's got yep. a good head on his shoulders. He seems like he would be perfect for that job. But I also feel like at the same time, they're just looking for a scapegoat at this point for whenever it fails again, ultimately, because they won't give it the care that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Then poor Thor, if they hire him, which it seems like they will, is just going to go down with the ship. I mean, I feel like at this point, especially if you're in high res shoes, like you can't not hire Thor at this point, right? Well, right. And it's a, but at the same time, I don't know why he would want that job given their track record. Because what if, like, other than Paladins, which is their most successful, well, I guess Smite would probably be their most successful game. Mm-hmm. But even those games, it's like, they're still like, you know, people, not a lot of people know about them. They don't put a lot of money in, into their, into their games. They don't, it just seems like it's just destined to fail again, which to me being the fact that I love that game, I feel like it's the best battle Royal. It's, it's got them. It, it was the most fun that I've had, had a blast playing that game with all the, with all the guys back in the day, or I'd say back in the day, like it was that long ago, it really wasn't that long ago, but still. <laughs> I just feel like they're going to get everybody's hopes up, bringing this game back and and redoing it and adding some stuff to it just to kind of cash grab and and take some money off of people. And then whenever they're not getting what they want, they're just going to kill it again. Yeah, I know. I mean, and that's going to be worse than it than it was last time. Right. Right. I mean, that 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 game had such potential. and. Like even when Ninja played it, right? He went on there saying like, this could be like one of the best battle royales if they did this, 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 and this. And, you know, at the time. And then they changed a bunch of other stuff. Right. But he was like, he was heavy into the Fortnite. I mean, that he started blowing up like crazy. I remember, I remember during his, he streamed at Lollapalooza and played Realm Royale while he was at Lollapalooza. Oh, he did? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And he had... 110,000 viewers or some crazy stuff like that watching and playing a realm tournament. That's like crazy. they had momentum on their side. Yeah. People shroud even played the game. I mean, I know I found realm it. when Tim was playing with Ninja. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I mean, that's when I that's when I first found realm. And then again, that was when it wasn't available on Xbox yet. My old PC was absolute you know, an absolute turd. So like, that's why I was just a console streamer at the time. Cause I could barely even, you know, it, it would lag up with alerts with just a <laughs> capture card. So, um, but I, that's why I had to wait for it. But I mean, I think with realm, I feel like it got attention too early. Don't you think? Yeah. And I think that like, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but before they released it, like, you know, the open, open beta or open alpha, I guess it would have been like whenever they released it on steam for everybody, they were hard on Facebook and on Twitter with the paid advertisements about this game that is going to destroy Fortnite. Not just, you know, they were calling it a Fortnite killer Hmm. and it was their own ad. And there was like, it was everywhere. So even me watching that, that's where I saw it the first time. And I'm like, "I, I can't wait to play this game. It looks awesome. Right, and then I played it, and I was like, "This game's awesome." And then it, it kind of just died away. 
yeah for a little bit until i got my pc and then could actually play it enjoyably because i didn't i mean i played on console a good bit but everybody else i was playing with was playing on pc and that's when i got hard into it and loved it and then we all know what happened and then we, i'm looking at the icon right now on my desktop and i'm like ah i don't know <laughs> we played it know. we played it a couple months ago we did yeah. was i with you um, yeah. we, oh, why did yeah. i play it didn't know i didn't I'm, it was I feel me. like i haven't touched that game Maybe it wasn't you, though. No, it wasn't me. I know it was me and Jumpman. It was one of the first streams I did on YouTube. Honestly, I have not I have not downloaded it. I haven't even downloaded it on my PC, so I have yet to play it in at least, like, 16, 18 months at this point. Oh, it's got to be at least. Well over. Well and over. It's cra- you know what's crazy? I think you brought up a good point, like how they had kind of put all their eggs in the basket of, of uh, like, Rogue, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody was like, hey, man, like everybody in the community was like, bro, what are you doing? Because like Rogue was just. They, uh, even, they even gave Dr. Disrespect his own character model and his own map. And he still stopped playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it was. The whole problem is that it was just a copy, uh, a, a bad copy of Valorant at the time. Like, yeah, but ha- remember, Rogue was in, wasn't it in production before Val, or at least it was in production before Valorant. Th- yeah, I think it was. It was. In, it was in, it was in closed alpha and beta, right. and because it was, and in it was closed in, alpha forever, and it was in, it was in, an, in an NDA too, so nobody could talk about it, nobody right. could share any yep. any content from it, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be released before Valorant. But they, for some reason, didn't release it till after. See, I think that's and where that they really fumbled them. the ball. Yeah, yep. I think if, I think when you heard Valorant was dropping, you have to at least drop like a, oh, well, here's at least an open alpha or something. like So it's, people at least have some eyes on it. And then you and I, I, could, I could be wrong here, but if I remember correctly, too, whenever whenever they announced Valorant, whenever uh, Riot was like, hey, we're making this this you know this objective based shooter or whatever that they're going to com- compete with CS:GO then it was like a week later high res is like hey so are we and it's just like <laughs> why are you why, like i felt right. like it was like you could have instead of killing a game that you could have actually nurtured a little bit and and made yourself some 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 serious money and a serious play in the industry with you you went and and tried to go and take a complete 180 and like I don't know, make this Gears of War Valorant mashup that was just, I don't know, wasn't for me. Well, I think, I feel like it's like they have these good ideas and they just cannot see it through. You know what I mean? Like they, they have this idea of, you know, with the, with the, with, with Realm and that shit flops. Rogue Company, they had put, they, again, they put, like you said, they put all their eggs in one basket. I played in the, in the early alpha and it was trash. It was so bad. I mean, and, when it and, finally and dropped, it was lie. better. What's we that? Had, had, we had some fun whenever that game first yeah, released. Yeah, I mean, but it, it was, was okay, like, but it was like... You could even tell whenever you were playing it, you're like, man, I'm going to get bored of this game in a right, week. Right, right. So... Because you know. it didn't have... It didn't grab you like, like, like even a CSGO or a Valorant did. And like, even those games, like you have to have like a real real diehard community behind it that's going to get like balls to the wall insane at the game and then have a competitive scene also 
and I don't think the Rogue's competitive scene ever got off the ground at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, I mean, you had a couple of grassroots tournaments that had like some like 10Ks that had like decent money, but I think part of it was figuring out the production side. Because I think when you do stuff like that, it's really hard to figure out the production because you're talking about like open lobbies or so many different like games going on. You know what I mean? To have like the extra production value to get more people, you know, more eyes on it, which gets more popularity. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, I mean, and I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it till i'm red in the face even though i'm not the biggest fan of the game if people just looked at what epic games did with fortnite like yeah oh. i'm sure i'm sure high res doesn't have the money that they do but like do it on a smaller scale like look what they're doing the, the only thing they're doing is supporting their game right and 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 they're they're not led they didn't let it fail that's where why it became what it would be what it was it could have died could have died like everything else <clears throat> But they they knew what to do with it. They pumped the money into it. They pumped money into their competitive scene. They they like for the Epic Games themselves created the whole competitive scene around Fortnite essentially by pumping thirty million dollars into it year one. Yeah, but I mean that's backed by Epic though, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. I know that high res can't compete in that sense, but they could at least do it on their scale. Instead of just like watching the numbers under such a microscope and being like well they're just declining instead of doing anything to get it up we're just gonna slowly back away well how much does it cost to really put content into the game i don't i i can't answer that question i see i think that's where i have a hard time getting into the conversation because i don't want to be that guy that's like sitting here and be like yo devs fix your game bro yeah um but at the same time i feel like like bro you're a professional and you're a game developer like i kind of feel maybe i'm old school bro but i used to spend like you know whatever they used to be 30 40 50 bucks and i got a cartridge with a perfect game so don't tell me that you can't put a game together you know what i'm saying like i I think and maybe that's just the old head in me because obviously the games were a lot less complicated and the graphics were absolute crap compared to what we get now but but you're right though I, I don't think that's too much to ask, right? No. Even Call of Duty games before the way things are now, you would get a complete game on a disc whenever you paid yeah. the sixty dollars for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's and we're talking about a company that can barely get anything right. <laughs> this is this I mean, is bro, true. remember when Halo when Halo was at like its peak? Because I know Maishu was a big Halo guy. Yeah. Um. When yeah. they were at their peak, they sold ODST, which was a sixty dollar game. It got you a campaign and like three multiplayer maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> trash. Oh, they didn't wait. Didn't ODST though? That didn't that also offer the like firefight mode? Or am I tripping? Oh, I don't remember. I can't. Remember. I don't. I don't even know if I even played that game. It was so garbage. Yeah. I, it was. I mean, I made it through you know i got into halo 4 i didn't even play i really didn't play um what do you call it what's the um reach reach i thought reach was a lot of reach i thought reach was the start of like the serious decline of the halo series personally yeah i mean i think halo 2 because i think bloom is the the, dumbest the the, the dumbest mechanic that you can add to like a shooter personally it, that was the first time we saw it, right? Was in Reach. I think so. Yeah. The the dumbest mechanic. Stupid. If a gun can't shoot that fast, it shouldn't shoot that fast. 
Facts are facts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, oh man, and it's I I think that it hits home really hard for me because I remember Halo Three was really where I got introduced to like competitive gaming. I remember that was right after the shoulder went out, you know, so I didn't have to go to class to stay eligible, so I stopped going to class. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I was able to use Halo to kind of fill my, like, competitive niche, and I got into game battles and was, I mean, I had a team that was sponsored to go down to Orlando 09 for the amateur racket. That's cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, two brothers from Chicago backed out, like, a week and a half beforehand they still offered to send me down to do like the the solos but like i was our really? team's object yeah they, i was our team that's team's objective guy though like i'd have right. i would have gotten absolute dumpster if i would have gone <laughs> to do the ffa I, I knew i knew my lane i wasn't trying i wasn't trying to go there and have my first time on the scene be that you know what i mean yeah yeah it's respectable i would stay i stayed up i mean i was teaching at the time you know when halo 2 dropped i would be staying up till three four in the morning getting up <laughs> have to draw i have to leave my house at like 6 a.m to go teach the next oh, day because i live i live like an hour from my school yeah and i i, I was doing the same thing except for i was your student <laughs> yeah, so i wonder right. how many of my teachers yeah whenever i was up all night playing halo the night before coming into school like it. a zombie were also who i they were probably on the other team who i was teabagging i yeah. have a great story i have a great story so my uh former uh colleague she's now retired and her son is now, uh, I don't know, 26, 27. But back in the day when Halo came out, he was young, right? <laughs> so uh, she was like, oh, uh, TJ wants to play um, uh, Halo with you. I said, oh, great. Yeah, sure. No problem. So, you know, we friend request each other. We're playing on Xbox, obviously. And um, <clears throat> we're playing and this and this. And, you know, we played one night together and then we played another night together. So... That one morning I, I come into work and she goes, freaking, she's like, TJ could barely get up this morning, blah, 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 blah. He was, I was like, oh, really? Oh, I was like, I was like, why is that? She goes, I don't know. He was being, but I was like, maybe because he was up till three o'clock in the morning playing Halo? <laughs> because I was oh, playing no. with him. She was like, <laughs> she was like, what? Excuse me? So he, 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 unfriended okay me he unfriended me the next day. <laughs> So he thought it was okay to do because you were doing it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, and no. He unfriended me the next day. I was mm. like, <laughs> she thought that was hilarious. Listen, you're a horrible yeah. influence on the youth of America. Yeah. And I'm here for it. <laughs> see, it's funny, though, because see, like, I know, you know, all of us are obviously like have done the content creation thing for a while now. Halo was my introduction to what's now Twitch, but Justin TV. See, I never watched anything on Justin TV. Oh man, I remember watching the Suddeth the Suddeth twins, which is funny because if you still if you are in the beta and you look at the like the leaderboard that they've been they do often, mm -hmm. I see that their names still pop up on the leaderboard from time to time for like some of the top stuff. Really, and it's crazy to think that they're still like grinding <laughs> like that, like at you know this many years later. But I've also been watching like a lot of the old pros. Like I've been seeing. Uh, Snipe Down's been getting, even though Snipe Down's been on Apex pretty heavy, but like uh, Elamite's been getting back into streaming and he's been doing a lot of Halo lately. And mm -hmm. I mean, Nated got into it like a year ago, but. Well, they're they're prepping for Infinite. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be a big, big resurgence <clears throat> do you for think Halo. The, do you think they're missing out by not doing a BR? Uh, they're going to do one. Do you think so? Uh, I Yes. 
I, I thoroughly believe they're going to do <laughs> like, that. Like, that would and, be the biggest blunder in gaming history if they don't, right? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, not I mean, necessarily the, the because multiplayer, I, that's I their bread and it. butter, though. The multiplayer right, is their the, bread and butter. The, but the arena shooter is their bread and butter, not the battle royale. Like, right, that's the whole right. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I guess maybe it's kind of like Battlefield. You look at Battlefield. They're not giving themselves a second chance to make a Battle Royale. Firestorm was was a disaster in their book, and they don't want to get back into that. Call of Duty was lucky after Blackout because Blackout was not the greatest, and they came out with Warzone. So, I mean, maybe they don't want to gamble and and think, if we make a, a shitty Battle Royale then not only are we under pressure to make it better, but then it's like we've, we've, you know, and you're straying away from the main product. Exactly. And then that that's going to piss people off. And it's right, like, so, right. so mm-hmm. they're almost, they're damned if they do, they damned if they don't. But I do, I do truly believe that this time next year, we'll be talking about who sniped who in the face in a, in a <laughs> halo battle Royale. I just feel like, especially with the state of gaming right now, because I think everyone will agree that, it's kind of stale no matter what genre you're in whether you're in well unless maybe you're in like you know open world gaming and you're really really loving new world and i know i think both of you gentlemen are right yes oh yeah but other than that like like everything else is stale you know i agree yes i mean it's gonna be fun to see that's for sure but i also think like the arena shooter is as much as I hate to say it because I prefer it to the battle Royale. I think that it's kind of dying. I would agree with that. I think that's fair. And I, I said it months ago. I myself am kind of hoping that halo kind of revives that. And, and, and because I don't know, I feel like call of duty's gotten lazy. Battlefield's gotten lazy according, you know, just judging by the, the beta from, last weekend it just seems like they're not they don't they're not doing anything to keep you hooked anymore yeah you know if that makes sense they're like the changes they're not making any changes because they're trying to keep it all too congruent with with everything else and i don't know i feel like they're just worried about the, the all the wrong things with certain games and it's it's gonna it's ruining the whole arena shooter everything about it and halo is going to be the only only boys left standing at the top of the mountain and the way I mean, they're going about it i think that they're either going to change it for the better or they're just going to own it completely right well i mean we heard a little bit about splitgate now you haven't heard anything about splitgate recently well yeah. i mean only if you're looking for it yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of sad, though. Anything, I mean, you could have said that with Splitgate like a year ago. Or was that not even a year ago? It's like two years ago, two and a half years ago. And then all of a sudden sorry, it came back like this summer. Yeah, because they yeah. they got like somebody invested like $10 million into the game. Mm. Oh, so is that what happened? Re- I didn't know. They, they redid everything. And then they started like. I don't know. They're supposed to start adding more content. And, I mean, and it's stuff. much oh, better. They than all it was, of a sudden sure. like hire a new developer and start adding more content and tell their player base. This sounds for me. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um. man, man, man. <laughs> Wait a second. Are we still talking about Rome? <laughs> right. Oh, jeez. I'm looking forward to Halo though. I, um, I really. 
I I, I, w- I really hope they knock it out of the park, man. It's been so long since I feel like a good like a. I feel like it's been so long since I felt great about a Halo release. Exactly. I hate to say it, and and I've been trying to convince myself otherwise for the last couple of years. Oh no! But ever since Black Ops Four, I have gotten increasingly less excited for a new shooter game every year. Really? I, I had no intention on buying Black Ops Cold War last year. I had I I didn't play Battlefield Five at all. I I've no I'm not I have no intention to buy the new Call of Duty. It's just like I feel like like I said before, it's just it's just going away. I have every intention to play Halo though. Because that I've game got me excited. Wondered, I've always kind of wondered like what the end of cod looks like and i don't know if if it's if we're living that moment right now we might be because i think i think a lot of people are feeling what you're feeling i mean you're even seeing in the pro scene you're seeing a lot of you know pros thinking about switching like to different games or retiring and stuff like that um it's because they keep releasing a new one every year and wanting you to pay 60 bucks for it like that, that i think it that's really going old and like my whole thing is okay. So Halo, Halo Infinite is really poised to last three, four, three for close to a decade, with mm-hmm. the way they're setting it up. Free to play, battle passes, challenges for for new aesthetic skins and stuff like that, and and giving you a reason to play. Um, they're gonna have Halo Forge, which is gonna make it like a sandbox. Oh man, Forge is gonna be so great for them. Whether it's you know it's it's not coming out with the actual release or not, which is fine. Let them delay it and, and make it make it work. They'll release something broken because they'll never live that down. But why can't like Call of Duty now is instead of the separation between each title, they're trying to be more congruent. They're trying to their menus all look the same now. They're like they all whenever you load up call of duty you ha- it gives you the option do you want to play modern warfare do you want to play black ops do you want to play Warzone? so like why can't they just instead of it being a stupid one-year life cycle on their game why can't they shoot for more like instead of making three developers you know switch off every year why not just have them all work together one year this this company just takes a break from making your multiplayer maps or like and then they they make like another company makes your maps and and adds a, a little piece to your story like just you know keep selling your battle pass let your game last for a long time instead of <clears throat> giving people a reason to put it down a half six months into its one year life cycle I was trying to remember back, like back in the 360 days, we didn't get a new COD that quick, right? It was at least every two years, right? Nope, it was every year. What? Yep. There are so many iterations of that stupid game. I can't even. Yeah, they. My question is. Ever since the first Call of Duty, I think it was Call of Duty 2, or. I can't remember what it was. Either way, it was on 360, and it was the first one they had that had online multiplayer. Ever since then, they've released a new one every single year. Yeah, that's just insane. All right, I need to know your question now. Yeah. Oh, my question was: is if can you if you buy the battle pass, is there a certain amount of time where you can uh, achieve all the um, you know the items in that, and then after that time, that's it, right? 
Yeah, it's just like how every battle pass works. Ah, but not Halo. Right. Halo's not going to do that. So you're going to be able to go back and say, say you bought battle and and go back and buy like year one battle pass or whatever it is. Season and you one just have pass. to like grind it again, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think and you, you can like, go back you to go into the menu and you just choose which battle pass that you're that you're working on. Oh, that is sick. That's so sick. like, but like the, like the drawback is if you bought the, if you just bought the brand new battle pass, but you're still on the other one, you can't like if work on both at the same finish, time. Yeah. If you're choosing to finish one, it won't, and nothing will work towards your new one. Right. Which right, is, right. Right. Which is, I think the that's way it fair. should work out anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah but that's fair. fine. Totally but at least fair. you could go back. Right. Yeah, you know how that many way, times like, if I, I would... join in late and if I get that battle pass done, instead of sitting there and twiddling my thumbs, I can go back and like grind through old battle passes. That's pretty cool. Right. So, right. Exactly. So like with Apex, for example, like I bought, you know, about a couple of battle passes and I finished maybe like, oh, let's say I bought three. I finished two of the three, but now I can't go back to that third one. Right. You know, don't you? Halo is going to change the game in many ways, even after they announced that they were doing, you know, that whole continuous progression battle pass. Then immediately Epic Games is like, Hey, we're gonna. We might think about letting you go back and finish previous battle passes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like starting a system like that. Oh yeah. So there, I think that they've been keeping their eye on the way things work, figuring out how to incorporate that well into the arena shooter, like mm-hmm. they tried to do back in back in Black Ops Four and almost killed the entire genre. And it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be exciting, and. Maybe that's just because I'm a cheap son of a bitch and it's free to play. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Uh, I'm excited. I think they're on the right track, though. I agree. All I know is I'm gonna be trying to find any way that I can. Like, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna like play a little bit of it. But if I can just find a way to like get into the casting of some like grassroots tournaments, I am in there like swimwear, swimwear because like I love watching Halo so much. Yeah. Oh, top like the the top pro watching those game those uh, matches, man, are unreal. I yeah, I still love going back and watching them like on YouTube. Even like yeah. I still love go, going back and watching like 2010, 2009, like those years. Those were like some of like the clutch years for two thousand for like Halo Three. Because I for me, the- I always thought like Halo Three was like the pinnacle of like the of the Halo series. Personally, what were Halo some 3, of those? Yeah, um, absolutely. What were those professional? What were the, some of those uh, Halo pros that were like straight ripping? Straight. Oh yeah, ripping. Right. Okay. Right. Straight ripping. Straight ripping was the one, the first one who had like all the Dr Pepper deals and everything. Right. Um. You had Final Boss, which had the Ogre twins. Right. Okay. Right. The Ogres. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then you had um. Triggers Down was another team that was around for quite for a lot there towards especially in the Halo three years. Mm-hmm. Um, Status Quo was an underdog team that came along towards the end. I actually played with Flame Sword quite a bit, like in the middle, like the middle part of Halo years. Um, I also played some Scavengers with him back in the day. Um, cool, cool, f- fucking dude. I fucking love. I, I love Flame Sword. I met him through his brother. I actually um, met up with his brother in MLG lobbies. Funny enough, way like way back in the days, obviously, but. Oh, Walshy. Yep, Walshy. Elamite. Yeah, yeah. T squared, right? Yeah, those guys were those guys were nuts, man. Um, it's funny right. because you know you remember Ghost Yami? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He works on Apex. Really? Yeah, he's like a like a big 
like developer on the project. Interesting. Interesting. But now, like, I think while she's a caster for our, uh, like, MLG for Halo, um, T-Square has been casting, Elamite's been casting, but Elamite's been coming back and, like, actually, like, playing some. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm... I'm it's crazy. I am. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where this whole scene goes with, with, with Halo, for sure. I'm I sure think it's, it's crazy to see how... You think Ninja's going to get into, uh, into Halo? Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm pretty 100%. sure he's also contractually obligated to do so. Oh, really? But I don't know if that fell through the through the cracks with his that. mixer deal. Right. Or yeah. I think it was separate from his mixer deal. Okay. But who knows? Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to play Halo. I mean, he's well, I mean he to... was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Sure. I rem- Dude, I remember. See, it's funny. I always feel like people think I'm bullshit. And I'm like, I remember Tyler from like. I remember when everyone called him Tyler and he was a little like egotistical, like little shit from like the game <laughs> battle days. And right. like with like mad talk and trash lobbies, man. Like it's, yeah. it's like, don't get me wrong. It's like, obviously you love to see the success. Now it's just, it's funny. Cause I, again, like I just, I remember, I remember game battle game battles, Tyler in fucking halo three was so toxic. I tell you what, and, and I, I can't say that I remember Ninja from back in the day, but I, I remember watching a halo event whenever I was, it was probably right before I had graduated college and I remember thinking there was one guy that I wanted to just punch in the face. <laughs> and that, and, I'm, and I, bet you, I, I bet you it was Ninja. Probably. I mean, I, I always kind of wanted to punch him in the face until just recently. I listened mm. to a podcast with him on it, and I kind of respect him a little more now. I have always had a lot of respect as much as he drives me up the wall to listen, like to watch sometimes. I mean, yeah. he's been a pioneer for the industry. You got to, if you don't oh, like yeah, him, sure. oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? You've got to definitely respect that, but it's, it's yeah, he's, he's sometimes a little bit much to watch. You can, you he, can he did a lot of good stuff for the gaming industry in the mm. last two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And like content creation as a whole. Shined a lot of shined a lot of spotlight on it. Have either of you guys seen the most recent one? Uh, one of a recent podcast with him on the uh, Courage and Nate Shot Show. I yeah, just that's, that's was the one I just listened today. to. Was that the one you're talking was, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just watching it today, and I only listened to a little bit of the um, the mixer. Like I guess right at the beginning of it, and then I yeah. got, of course class started, and I had to go and freaking teach seventh graders. Oh. But other than that, <laughs> so I listened to a little bit, but I'm going to listen to the whole thing. I um I can't help but wonder what would have changed had COVID not happened. Mm. But I also I don't think I I don't think Mixer maybe would have at least lived to see out Ninja's like contract life like life cycle. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it would have lasted much more than that. I miss Mixer though, man. Mixer was a lot of fun. Dude, Mixer was the shit. They had a lot of potential. I try and not be that because you know, man. I, Maestro, you know the ones like you just see them all over like I Twitter, know, I know, I and know. they're like, "Man, Mixer had all these greatest." And it's like, bro, like, yeah, but aren't you like making content, create like making content somewhere else? Like, it's like right. dating that girl and still talking about the ex <laughs> a year and a half later, and the ex broke up with us through freaking Twitter, bro. Like, right. move. I, know. Like, <laughs> I remember that day, man. That was that shit was deep. That was wild because I remember I I did not know that Lakeke was in that like meeting 
But mm. I raided her that day. Oh, really? Yeah. And I had no idea what was because I mean, I think that day might have there might have been some pallies games so like we were watching them over a mixer because you know i did that like a lot a lot before you know whenever they had like the yeah. the pro league um yeah. and then i think i was like getting off and i saw she was on and i was like and it said something about talking about i was like oh this is cool and i clicked over i was like no fucking shit that's where i found out i, mu I must i was probably in your channel and you did rate yeah yeah probably, yeah i remember that and i was like what the f and then I, yeah I, you know messages were starting to just go crazy you know in every discord that was so nuts. What a mess. What a freaking I'll tell you wreck. what, though. Um, like, sometimes people will ask, especially the people who, like, knew me before I went to Mixer, because, I, you know, I started streaming on Twitch. People ask if I regret it, but, like, I can't say I regretted it. I, mean, I was able to go over there and at least build such a, like, a good core community. So when I came back to Twitch, like, I wasn't buried on, you know, yeah. page 83 you know of whatever game i was playing sure. and mixer had such a unique community also um uh, i think mixer uh was a very it promoted a very lazy content creation cycle personally that also is true i i can i can see where you're where you where you could say that but i right. also the, think the that like, they, the platform itself oh we're so good yeah the gift wars in chat, bro. Like, man, if I could still have the gift wars in chat, that's all I want for Mixer, really. I think but. that that Twitch would have done good to to buy out Mixer instead of letting Facebook do it and swallow up their chat features, like because Mixer's chat was next level. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where Twitch got their whole chat points from. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. Was, that was the Sparks. And the whole system that they had there, yeah. Which also, I thought that feature with the whole, especially for partners, how people could still monetarily help their favorite, like partnered creator, mm -hmm. by donating them sparks. That way, it helped uh, like bonus their ember, like their ember payout at the end of the month. Right, right. Yeah. I thought that feature was the coolest thing, and I don't think so many. I don't think like so many people really understood the whole concept of that. I thought that was so freaking cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had a lot of things going on, and they had a lot of things going on. Yeah. You know. You know who doesn't have a lot going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to lead us into oh. a little bit of useless information. Yes, Excellent. I love I like this it. section. I like it. It's my favorite like section. So, so we're going to cue the sound effect. Cue the sound effect. Wait, cue the sound effect? <laughs> oh, hey, I like that. Hey, hey. Useless information you didn't need to know. I'm gonna tell you anyway. Okay, dragonflies have six legs, but they cannot walk. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait, what? Dragonflies Drag have, have six, six legs, legs, but they can't walk. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm dying. I'm dead. But they can but they can just, stand, I, right? Wait, yeah. hold on. So, I just I just put in Google Dragonflies have and it pops up six <laughs> legs but cannot walk. Their their legs are too weak for them to walk for so they just they just don't do it. They're literally there to like prop them up on plants and, and things of the sort, but they like 
they don't walk around and like think about it i i mean well i mean i can't really say that i've never seen a dragonfly walk because i've never paid attention to that but like if a dragonfly lands on a wall and and you go to swat at it it's not gonna like it's not gonna like get a running start and then fly like a flywheel sometimes it just takes off right at your face right okay. so basically those legs are just like little perches right they are useless just like the information that you receive <laughs> dragonflies legs are useless oh my god which uh, makes it i said last week you get double useless information this week that's how it happens right there i love there. it I love double it. useless i'm dead i'm completely dead right now oh my god <laughs> That sound effect kills me every time. Uh. <laughs> now, I hope that this makes people more observant of dragonflies in the future. And I, I hope. I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to pay attention. I, all, I, all I think about is our 13 listeners <laughs> following around dragonflies, just <laughs> waiting for them to, to waiting for them to walk so they can get on Twitter and be like, "Splash, you're an idiot." Yeah. So, but here's my I saw question. a dragonfly walk today. Your useless information is bullshit. It's <laughs> bull. Where, where did you come up with this? Do you I'll just never have give like, away my secrets. I was gonna say, I feel like it's like an app that just like pops something up. It's like you swipe through while you're sitting down on the John. You oh know, useless God. information facts, and you find one and you save it, like Pinterest, but for useless information. Whatever my first bit of useless information was. Um, that came to me organically. <laughs> probably, probably while pooping. It just happened to the thought popped in my head. Uh, and I went those down where the best ideas come from. And yep. like, where then after that, and after it became a thing on the podcast, I, I do have my ways of seeking out useless information. Okay. All right. And, but if I gave that secret away, then everybody, no, yeah, no, then everyone can use this information yeah, yeah, no, before right. I give it to you. <laughs> Oh man, I'm dead. That was amazing. I can't even. Woo. Well, on, on that, that note. note. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you let everybody know where they yes. can find your content? Uh, well, so you can find me streaming over on Twitch. You can find my uh, videos on YouTube as well as TikTok. You can find me on social medias on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Just really about anywhere you can think about. Uh, basically, it's all the same because I secured it back when I did music. Uh, the The handle is just at y o b o or so y o b o y c u e yo boy q, just like that. Anywhere you can think of. I think even on Facebook, it pulls up my old music page on Facebook. I think. And we didn't even touch upon that. My God, man. We're in part part two. That's part two. We're we to have a, yeah, we might have to come back and talk music shop. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love it. That, that was a thousand. I think this fun, is uh, this is so far our longest podcast to date. So I believe that we will definitely be able to get you on for a, another guest slot, and we can talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. Because, would would you yeah. would you would you possibly consider episode twenty two? Oh man, oh. got him! Dang, <laughs> got it. You know, I, I can't help it. You know, I, I had a son a couple years ago. My dad jokes just instantly got, you know, right. that much better. It's just what, what happens. <laughs> yeah. 
can't believe my finger wasn't on the trigger faster. <laughs> Come on, I was waiting for it. Jeez. I'm still got, waiting. I, I'm still waiting to be able to use my dad's old line and just tell him about how I had to go to dad university. You know what I mean? To learn everything. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. Once well, again, they shouldn't let me control things. No, they shouldn't <laughs> let you. Kiwa, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate yeah, it. no, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. I uh, I love, I always love listening. You guys, I always love your banter back and forth. The vibe is always dope. Um, I'll be honest. I usually listen to it um, while I'm down hanging out at the park, at least recently with the sun, because uh, we go down there and hang out for like an hour at a time. I've got this nice little spot where I just, I sit and we're in the middle of the park. There's a water tower, which reminds me that I'm now in this nice little small town living, which is beautiful. So nice i like it i usually listen to our podcast as i'm driving up to pick up my son who lives about an hour away so we watch. you kidding me i don't listen to this shit you <laughs> <laughs> love it uh, right out of there. there we go okay well on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i talk about podcasts all the time but never listen to my own that's not true i'd listen to it that the following day, tomorrow morning, I'll be listening to it on the way to work. Yep, I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. I'll have to listen to it in a couple parts now, though, because it won't. It's, it's a long one, which it is, is nice. A long one. Yes, I like which it. is good. That means we had some good talking. Oh yeah. Well, again, podcasting. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a blast. Yeah, thanks well, for thanks for yeah, being thanks, on. We'll yeah, definitely have you on again. Absolutely, hundred percent. All right, all right. We'll catch you on the next one, y'all. Absolutely. Peace. Season three next week, which means nothing. Yeah.